to game four of the state's tournament here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your MC, Devo. With me today, we have Kells. Bonjour. We have Andy. Hello, Little Bringers. And we have the Sensei Neil. Hey, everybody. You guys want to play some trivia? So each week we play trivia because that's what we do. And we have a theme. And within that theme, we've got six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points with a few bonus points done in here and there. And then a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. And as Devo mentioned, this is game four of the States tournament. And when we do our tournaments, um, we score them uh, so that the first place winner for a game gets three tournament points, second place gets two, and third place gets one. And right now, our tournament scores are Kells with four, Andy with six, and Devo, uncharacteristically, with eight. Hey! <laughs> in the lead. Is there Ready? any handicap for players that have lived in every effing state? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we. It seems know. like you know. It really feels that way, Andy. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I've I, been everywhere, man. Uh huh. I've been everywhere. Kind of feel like the NIU Huskies going up against the Packers. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem fair. Well, if I may, Sensei, for this particular state's tournament, there is one special rule called. The taxation rule. And during the the following match, during the game, there is one question per game that each player can tax another player. Meaning, let's say, I want to get Andy. Yeah, kick somebody when they're down. Yeah. <laughs> if Andy gets the question right, when I tax him, he gets three points and I get seven points. If he gets it wrong, hmm. nothing happens, really. But it's a good way to steal 70% of someone's earnings on a particular question. All right. Today's theme for category or for, for episode four of the six tournament is Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. You guys know anything about Massachusetts? I know. I'm shipping up to Boston. Oh, uh, no dropkick Murphy songs. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, I know two Massachusetts songs, but I'm. Keep them to myself. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> you can keep them to yourself, but I got to tell you, there is no music category. Yay. Uh, what? The Bee Gees well, Massachusetts is not making any. Oh, nope. I'm already nor, playing under protest. Nor is the <laughs> uh, state folk song of uh, Massachusetts by Arla Guthrie is not on there. Hold on. It's the uh, Alice's Restaurant. Is there state folk no, song? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be. Maybe ought to be. But yeah. It's not. I don't want a pickle. I want to ride on my motorcycle. Yes, that one. That's it. Okay. How'd you know? That's what I figured. Category one in Massachusetts is science. But... Oh. In this case, these are all inventions that are uh, affiliated with the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Mm, okay. mm. You may know it as MIT. If you're nasty. <laughs> Question that one. shouldn't be funny, but it was. <laughs> it really should <laughs> not be funny. It's just dumb. That, maybe that's why we were laughing is because it was so unfunny that well, it was, somehow it was funny. It just came around the, the other way. Yeah. Came around the corner. Question one. Ivan Getting was recognized in 2003 with the Charles Stark Draper Prize for Engineering in 2003 for the, quote, concept and development of this invention that is useful to figure out where you're going. What did he invent? I, I want to make it clear that the first part of that question, I recognized very few words. <laughs> <laughs> there were there were some connecting words Ladies that I understand are from the English language, but Andy the rest of it was our gibberish. Last year, last year. <laughs> I walked into. 
All right, let's start with Kels. Uh, GPS. Devo? I also said GPS. And Andy. Wow, totally randomly guessed at GPS. Well, the correct answer is the global positioning system. Yay. All right. Question two. John T. Dorrance is known for his contributions to culinary science. His invention allows us to enjoy this food today as long as we add a can of water. And I, I, if I remember, he in, made this invention in 1890-something. Locked in. Somewhere around in there. I am locked in. I have to say, I'm if I'm right, I'm loving how the first part of these questions I know nothing about. But <laughs> the second part, like... Oh, I, that would work. Um, I locked in <laughs> with the guess. Okay. Let's start with Devo. I think you're talking about condensed soup. Andy? The only time I can think of where I would use a can as a measuring device uh, mm. would be when I make canned soup. Devo. Or Kels. Uh, I also went with condensed soup. He went on to become the CEO of his uncle's soup factory. Oh. His uncle was named Campbell. Yeah. Oh. And he invented condensed soup. Yum, yum. And now you know the rest of the story. Good day. My dad had that on the radio every day when he was taking me to school when I was in grade school. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for was that something. Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Question three. In the 1940s, Maria Telkis was involved in solar energy research and went on to invent a device that saved the lives of many downed airmen and stranded sailors. What device did she invent? Locked in. Locked in? Solar energy research. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm locked in as well. I don't feel good about it. All right. Andy, what's your answer? Uh, the inflatable life vest, nicknamed the May West. Okay. Kels? Mm. I said the flare gun. And Devo. I said life jacket. The job of a chimney sweep comes with a great deal of responsibility. God, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to throw some clues in there. The solar power was a clue. The uh, downed airmen. Like when they're down, they were often down in the water as well as the yeah. stranded sailors. And what she invented was a solar powered water desalinization um, uh, equipment. Oh, didn't wow. Know. I had no idea. Okay. No idea. Me either. And to be fair, that was my question, not, not his. So if you're feeling salty about crashing. Wow. <laughs> I see there. where you're going with this. That you could have thrown that in there, you know, a little bit of, huh. This will help you not be so salty. All right. Category four. Sorry. Question. Question four. In 1979, MIT graduate Dan Bricklin wrote a software program that revolutionized business in many ways. What did he invent? Locked and I have in. an easy mode for half points if you need it. Easy mode for me, sir. I'll take easy mode as well. And you locked in, Andy? Yes. Okay. Easy mode. The software was called VisiCalc. Oh, I know what this is. Uh, no. I'm going to lock in with a guess. I'm still not 100% certain. I have a guess. All right. Let's start with Kells. Oh, man. Spreadsheets. Devo? I said Excel, thinking of spreadsheets. <laughs> Andy? I, I, I said spreadsheet. about that. <laughs> I said spreadsheet. <laughs> the correct answer is my favorite software, spreadsheets. Of course. <laughs> Andy, I, Devo, I gave you the name of the application. I wanted the type of application. Which, oh. was, which was spreadsheets. There, Got it. it was, <clears throat> and and Excel was a latecomer to the spreadsheet to the game. Yeah, it was. Got it. Basically, VisiCalc, and then Lotus One Two Three, and then Quattro was in there, and then Excel showed up. 
Well, I knew it. I knew we were talking about a spreadsheet. I just didn't parse it. Correctly. Yeah, no, I gave you. I gave you your half credit for the easy oh. mode. Okay, cool. All right, at the end of category one, Davo and Kells both have twenty-five, and Andy has thirty. Wow, and away bride over here. Pretty close game. That brings us to category two, which is sports. 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 Question one. Throughout the team's history, the Boston Celtics have a 58.8% winning percentage. 58.8 winning percentage. What two teams have higher overall winning percentages for five points each? Uh, like for their entire lives of the franchises <laughs> a couple of good I, candidates here I have some candidates alright I don't know why I'm I'm, yeah <laughs> I'm locked in I'm locked in as well alright let's start with Devo I said the Los Angeles Lakers and the Chicago Bulls okay. <laughs> Andy <laughs> I put down Bulls and Lakers. And Kells. I was going to go Bulls, but they were pretty trash until Mike got there. And then they were pretty trash after Mike left. But they were <laughs> so, stupendously good. That'll jack up the percentage. I mean, but for like a six to seven year span. Well, like, really well, like 10. They were, they ten were decent for about 10 years. Mm, okay. Well, they've been a franchise for a long time. They have. Yeah. I went with the Lakers and the Spurs. Oh, Spurs. Good call. Well, the Lakers are number two with a 59.6% winning percentage. And with 60.8, winning 60.8% of their games is the San Antonio Spurs. Very nice, Kells. Mm -hmm. Well done, Kells. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just happy to have gotten a basketball question half right. Question two. Super Bowl 51 ended when the Atlanta Falcons blew a 28-3 lead to New York, oh England gosh. Patriots in the third quarter. It was the only Super Bowl to go into overtime, and the Patriots mm. ultimately won. Mm. How many Super Bowls have the Patriots won altogether? And for a bonus, mm. how many appearances has Tom Brady had in the AFC Championship game? Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, okay. I got the first part. So I think I'm going to need exact on the first one, and I'll give you mm -hmm. maybe partial credit if you're pretty close on the second. Okay. I'm locked in with the for sure and a guess. I'm locked in with a for sure and a guess as well. Yeah. I'm locked in. Andy? Six and ten. Okay. Six for the first one, <laughs> ten for the second. Kels? Uh, six and ten. Wow. Six championships and ten. I, it was a nice round number. Yeah, that's how I did it. Deva? <laughs> well, I, I was thinking a little rounder. Uh, <laughs> six and 15. All right. Well, you all got the number of uh, Super Bowls. It was six for the uh, Patriots. Um, Tom Brady, however, appeared in 13 AFC Championship oh, games. Oh, so no wow. bonus points. I was so close. Very. So mm. close. Question three. In what year did the Boston Red Sox finally break the curse of the Bambino that started in 1918? Okay. And then for a bonus, five-point bonus, how many times have they won since then, not including the curse-breaking year? I would like to tax Davo. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. I just, oh, man. <laughs> dirty dog. Um, okay. Dirty dog. This is not so including, delicious. <laughs> not including the curse breaking here. So. so I'm thinking that one strategy would be to wait until he actually locks in because he could intentionally miss it now. He could throw it. He's not gonna, like but he could. He's not gonna because of the pride on the line. Pride. I mean, this is just <laughs> pride. This is, oh yeah, God. you can't. Well, he could have the correct answer in parentheticals so that we know he knows, but he just didn't want to give you the seven points. Locked in. I'm locked in. Kells. All right. Uh, 2004, I was a freshman in college, and then they won again three more times, 2007, 13, and 18, I believe. Oh. Uh. Deva? 
2004 for the breaking the curse and three more world series championships after that and andy 2004 and i did not remember the most recent one. I had down two. Okay. So by my mathing, Kells has 15 for that question. Davo has eight and Andy got 17. <laughs> Man. Your pain is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, in sports, how many Stanley Cups have the Boston Bruins won? Oh, oh I don't I'll know give you that. credit for plus or minus one. No, thanks. <laughs> I, I will, I'll give you half credit if you're off by one, is what I meant to say. Okay. I'm um, locked in. I am also locked in. Yeah, Boston's an original six. They've been around for a very, very long time. Exactly. Uh, were they good for much of that time? Not, uh, we're, all right, I'm locked we're, in. We're. <laughs> David? Six. Andy? Seven. And Kells? I said 13. Well, Kells got no points. Oh, Andy thanks. got half points. And Davo got full points. <laughs> However, it wasn't enough to put Davo out of the basement at the end of round two. He's got 58, and Kells has 60, and Andy has 67. <laughs> I'm in the basement by less than a question. <laughs> by less than a Massachusetts tournament. Yeah. And is using your tax points to, to buy himself a yacht. At least my tax points are at work right now. <laughs> I have stood on the shoulders of giants. Well, Davo, you may get your revenge because category three is history. Woot. Question one. I'm not good at uh, Boston history. <laughs> Question one. Among the first colonists to settle in Massachusetts were the pilgrims who planned to leave Plymouth, England in 1620 on two ships. What were the names of the two ships scheduled to carry the colonists to the New World? Locked and then in. for a bonus, how many pilgrims landed at Plymouth Rock? Mm. I'll give you plus or minus five. It's, it's really confusing because they left Plymouth and then they landed at a place called Plymouth. What are the odds of that? I know, it's crazy. I heard one of them drove a Plymouth, too. Fury. <laughs> um, I'm not remembering the second ship. Neither am I. What There's a reason second? for that. Oh. I have a trivia nugget. Okay. Locked in. I'm going to tax Andy. <laughs> a good mic Andy picked it up you know, okay, I'm glad so I wrote down in? that the I was I was guessing he was going to do that so I wrote down the ship's name as Big Poppy <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm locked in Andy uh, the two ships were the Mayflower and the Speedwell and the Speedwell did not even really get out of port. It was poorly designed. It was top heavy, and uh, it returned back to port almost immediately. Never made it to to New England. Um, and there were 102 pilgrims aboard the ship. All right, Kels. Uh, well, I said the Mayflower and the June Flower, and, <laughs> and I said 98. Okay. And Deva. I said the April shower and the Mayflower. <laughs> and I said an even hundred. Trivia, trivia nugget. Um, you know, it wasn't supposed to land at Plymouth Rock. It was supposed to go to the current colony in Jamestown. And it wasn't just pilgrims. There were other colonists aboard as well. And the ship got blown off course. And they decided, like the pilgrims decided, you know, like, hey, we can create our own colony outside of Jamestown. Then we can make up our own rules. And that's why the Mayflower Compact happened aboard the ship before they landed, which is considered the first letter of law in the New World. Nice. Hmm. All right. Well, unsurprisingly, Andy got it 
Exactly correct. That was the Mayflower and the Speedwell. <clears throat> the Speedwell never uh, made it very far. I don't know how far it made it, but it turned around pretty quickly because it was leaking. Um, <laughs> I heard that there was some speculation that the crew uh, had sabotaged it because they didn't want to make that stupid trip. <laughs> so, but that's just well, you know, that's it, unsubstantiated. Yeah, I, I would find that unlikely. Um, and there were 102 that uh, that settled there. Uh, Kells, you got the Mayflower, and I'd said I was going to give you uh, a range for the number of uh, settlers, so I gave Devo and Kells both um, full points for the bonus. Yay! Is that a five-point bonus? Yeah. So Kells got 10, Devo got 17, I think, and Andy got 8. Yeah. All right, question two. <laughs> Who was the first Native American to make contact with the pilgrims at the Plymouth Colony? Locked in. Oh. oh. And I don't there it is. know. The forest. Locked in. What did what? We are all connected. Can't believe. Kills. <laughs> Just, I'm trying to help. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn? <laughs> <laughs> you ever well, dance the devil in the pale moonlight? That's that's my answer now, Kells. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, Kells. Squanto. David? Pocahontas. <laughs> David? It was the colors of the wind that fooled me. <laughs> it's, it's Pocahontas is what I wrote. <laughs> and Andy. I believe Squanto was one that worked with the pilgrims, but technically the very first Indian would have been Samoset, who spoke Her, English. Her answer was uh, a Native American who walked up to their camp and said, hello. And his okay. name was Samoset. Oh, so your I, answer, which was much better, was just as right as mine. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's funny how it can be both better and equally bad. Yes. Yeah. It's that trivia dichotomy. Mine was an error. It's interesting which one of you picked a Disney princess. You were singing a Disney princess song. I, I <laughs> planted it in my mind. Just trying to throw Dave off the scent. He's winning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the dogs are out now, Davo. We're going tell. after you. <laughs> it could have been worse. He could have said Tiger Lily. Could have. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Jeez. All right, question three. In what year did Massachusetts become a state? And for a bonus, uh, which order was it? What what number state was it? Yeah. Mm. This is a little bit tough, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't... Um. No, I can't get this song out of my head. I did this to myself. You did. I'm locked in, but I'm just logicking my way through it. I'm uncomfortable with this. I'm uh, I'm I'll, I'll give you a little bit of leeway on this one, too, I think. Ooh, I'm locked in, too. Mm. All right, let's start with Devo. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, I said 1789 because it's up there in New England and probably really early. And I said the third state. Okay. Andy? I went with 1788. And I'm guessing since the revolution started in Massachusetts, um, in this early on, the capital even had been briefly in Massachusetts. I'm going to say it's the first one. Okay. And Kels? Uh, I said 1787. And I thought... Delaware? Was Delaware the first was the first state? one. Oh, effing. And I said fourth. Quit your effing and jeffing over there. <laughs> Don't you tell me what to effing, Jeff. <laughs> okay, so here's what I did. If you got the year correct, I gave you full points. If you got it off by one, I'll give you half points. And then, um, well, nobody got the bonus. So yeah. the oh. correct year was 1788. <laughs> Oh, oh, and it okay. was the sixth state to ratify. Six. Six. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, Delaware obviously was first, then Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Georgia, Connecticut, and then Massachusetts. Wow. Question four. Located in South Hadley, Massachusetts, what private women's liberal college is the oldest of the Seven Sisters group of colleges? Oh, no. Locked in. This is one of those that you always feel guilty about if you don't have it right, like you should have known it. Um, I'm locked in. Huh? Really? I know nothing. I feel no shame. Uh, sure. I'm locked in. All right. Andy. Mount Holyoke. Kels. Oh, is that Radcliffe? Oh. And David. It's a Vassar. Correct answer is Mount Holyoke. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so at the end of category three, Kells has 75, Davo 80, and Andy 105. Oh, Andy. Oh, my goodness. Stay oh, now. This is happening. Now we have category four, which is foods. Foods. Uh, oh, I eat food. Question one. This was the original purveyor for classic candies, including the Valentine Message Sweethearts. The company has been in business for over 160 years. What company is this? Locked in. And I have an easy mode if you need it. I need it. I need it. Okay, Andy's locked in. Dave and Kells want the easy mode. The easy mode is it's a confectionery company in New England. I kind of figured that. Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Is that a good one, Andy? Wow. I'm um, going to question my answer, actually, because now I'm being to wonder. That it, it, it's either I have the wrong answer or that's cruelly sadistic. I don't know which. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be uh, both. Yeah. Wow. yeah What's the both? name of that? that is so I can't. I'm locked in. I don't know. I'm locked in. Let's start with Kels. I'm really hoping that the answer was in the easy mode. And that's what NECO stands for. Is Son New of England yeah. it's a confectionery company. Yeah. Okay. Andy? I'm hoping. I think he's right. I felt really confident about Brock's. Uh, but I think Brock's is a Chicago-based candy company now that I think about it. And uh, when you said New England confectionery, I realized I was probably on the wrong track. And Dave, I also said Brock's, but good pull kills. That makes perfect sense. Yep the uh, the name of the company is New England Confectionery Company. Oh man, uh, or Neko. So that was a devilish. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Question two. This brand of cranberries, which is used to make the popular Craisin snack, is grown and harvested in Middleborough, Massachusetts. I'm locked in. Brand of cranberry? There are a brand of cranberries? <laughs> oh, Let's see. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm locked in. This is wrong, but I can't get it out of my head. It's, it's either Kellogg's <laughs> or Pop-Tart. <laughs> Pop-Tart. I'm locked in. I'm 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 locked in. (laughs) Oh man! In all seriousness, a crazy pop tart would probably be pretty good. Might be pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Okay, let's uh, let's let's keep going. Uh, Andy, what's your answer? I believe it's the little Debbie uh, cranberries. (laughs) Okay. Wow. (laughs) Make delicious snack cakes. Made of craisins? <laughs> sure. I'm not really up on my fruit. <laughs> uh, Devo. Ocean spray. Huh. And cows. Oh. I also said ocean spray. Uh, that's good because the correct answer is ocean spray. I did know that name, Brad. Now you say it. The craisins, I think I only see, like, you know, on the ocean, with the ocean spray logo in there. Question three. This juice company began in 1869 when it was originally called Unfermented Wine. What is this juice company? And there's an easy mode. Locked Locked in. in. Everybody's locked in. Let's start with Davo. Welch's. Kells. 
Lip smacking good. Welches. And Andy. Just down the street from the Pepperidge Farm people, you got the Welches people. You do indeed have the Welches people, although I don't know if they're near the Pepperidge Farm people. Oh, yeah, mm. they're just down be- uh, Beef Teller Road. It's <laughs> just right. down there. Beef Farm Road. Beef Farm uh, Road there. You got your Welch's you Farm and your Pepperidge Farm Farm. <laughs> I love that Pepperidge Farm. Question four. This Hyannis-based company started in, eight, in 1980, and its famous potato chips are still cooked in batches. What is this company? In batches? Ooh. Batches. We don't need no stinking batches. No, you do. <laughs> If you oh. want. Yeah, actually, that's the opposite. Yeah, they do. That's kind right. of their thing. Yeah, uh, I can see the bag. I don't know. I'm locked in. All right. I'm, it's not coming to me. All right. I'm locked in. All right. Kels. I say Pringles. The famous Massachusetts Doritos. Mm-hmm. And Devo, I know you know this one. I said Cape Cod. Correct answer oh. is Cape Cod potato chips. Yep. Cape yep. Cod makes so much I, that's, And I, I could see the picture. And I could not come up with the name. Mm-hmm. They didn't invent kettle chips, but they uh, perfect. They, re- oh, they repopularized so them. They are good. so good. Yeah, that's how they, they used to make chips before they came up with the modern manufacturing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should have stuck with the kettle cook. It's so much better. You got mm-hmm. your kettle cooked, you got your Pringles, and you got your munchos. Those are the holy trinity of potato chips. What the hell Pringles, is a muncho? Pringles uh, and munchos were good, but Pringles should be kicked out. Pringles no. is not, no, is like not even – it's it's powdered potato pressed into a chip form. Well, if, yeah, you think that, if you think that about Pringles, then you ought to try the munchos because they are I, – I don't know what they are. No but potatoes were damaged in the manufacturing of the muncho, and they are delightful. <laughs> it's like a muncho. It's like if you muncho. made potato chips out of uh, like uh, powdered potatoes. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, dry mashed potatoes. Uh, <laughs> and a bunch I'm of or for the For the brain ladle barbecue, there will be munchos. Ooh. You're going gonna to buy the last bag in Northwest Arkansas. Or you know who carries munchos? Everybody. Casey's. Walmart does. For like a dollar a bag. (laughs) For two dollars, they give you 30% of the company. (laughs) (laughs) All right. At the end of category four, Kels has 100, Devo 110, and Andy 115. It's anybody's game. All right. So category five was originally called Celebrities. But uh, after running these by my better half, she suggested that maybe famous people was a better choice. Famous people. And you'll see why when we get towards the end. People. So I tried to word this one correctly. Um, There may be multiple answers, but uh, the first question is, oh, shit, I'm qualifying my questions. You just (laughs) Allison your first question. (laughs) Allison your first question. All right. Question one. What famous actor born in Boston played two different Marvel heroes, two movies in the 2000s and several in the 2010s? And I have an easy mode if you need it. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Put my points down now. That's probably good. I'm I'm totally confused by this question, but I'm locked in. Okay. Uh, Well, let's start with Andy then. I know that Chris Evans uh, is from Boston. Uh, he, for stars, he is that really hysterical commercial. Um, but what two? He played Captain America, and who else? Well, Human actually, Torch. you want the you want the easy mode? Let me let me tell you the easy mode since I didn't actually share it with okay. people playing at home. The easy mode <laughs> is he played Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four. Oh right! Oh, and that's oh oh. That seemed like a good easy mode because, I mean, really, how many people I mean, watch the Fantastic Four? That's, yeah. yeah, that's so much better than the other one. <laughs> okay, so, Andy, your answer is Chris Evans. Chris Evans. David? Chris Evans. 
Damn Charles. Playing Johnny Storm and Steve Rogers, Chris Evans. Is Chris Evans. Would not have come up with Johnny Storm in a million years. And I watched that piece of trash. Both of them. Yes, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, watched it mostly for Jessica Alba, to be honest. Ooh. New Suicide Squad's coming out. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of trashy movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I found an article of people that played multiple characters in uh, the MCU. And there's mm-hmm. quite a few of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some of them were like, this person played a uh, a reporter in a scene in Iron Man early on and then mm-hmm. went on to have a more, a slightly less minor role, you know, in Endgame or something like that. But okay. A few of them, like, like there's some three-headed guy that I don't recall, but two of his heads were, one of them was... Um, Thor, the guy that played Thor, what's his name? Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. And the other one was the guy that played um, the guy with the New Zealand accent that hung out with Thor. Oh, Krang? Krang? Yeah. Krag? Cool. Krag? Yeah, so the the heads on the left and the right are Hemsworth and okay. played Krang. Taika Waititi? Yes. Question two. What actor, born in Everett, Massachusetts, has played her titular role for 17 seasons, starting off as an intern and eventually becoming a doctor? Doctor? What the fart? (laughs) Uh, What's her name? Did you say it out loud? No, I did not. I didn't say anything. Didn't say nothing. I know we're in... I know we're in Patriots country, but the Raiders are bringing out Ray Guy. <laughs> so did you lock in, David? I did. Okay, David, tell us who it is. Uh, Ellen Pompeo. Kels? Uh, playing the role of Meredith Gray, Ellen Pompeo. And Andy? Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Okay. Kick us away. There's a high, twisting, hang-time spiral. All right. Question three. Best known for his tales of mystery and macabre, he was also among the earliest practitioners of the short story and detective fiction genre. Who is this author born in in 1809? Locked in for a bonus, for a five-point bonus. In what city did he die? Locked in with that. 1809. Mm-hmm. When he was born. Mm-hmm. He died sometime after that. <laughs> Locked in. Well, well stated. Uh, <laughs> no idea. Um, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tax Andy. Ooh. Son of a and I'm locked in. Okay. Let's start with Andy. Edgar Allan Poe, and he died in Baltimore. Mm. Devo? Edgar Allan Poe, and he died in Baltimore. And Kels. Mm. <laughs> I said Lovecraft. Oh, I was. I started writing Lovecraft. I had H, <laughs> P, 1809, scratch. <laughs> Did Lovecraft do detective? Uh, he had some mysteries, but not okay. as much as Poe. He was inf- heavily influenced by Poe. Oh, that makes sense. He was like, what, 60, 70 years later? Yes. I mean, I don't a think demon. he was even contemporary with Poe. At any- well, Poe died when he was only 40. Yeah. So he didn't around very long. Anyway, Kells, what was your answer? I said Lovecraft. Oh, that's right. And the bonus? Uh, um, Bastin. Well, you got the tax amount of these kills. You got seven. Uh, Devo got all 15. Andy got eight. Touche. And question four. What woman from Falls River, Massachusetts, was acquitted of murder in 1892? I have it easy mode if you need. Locked in. Locked in. I'm going to need that easy mode. Read the easy mode, Kels? Yes. 
Easy mode is she was acquitted of murder by axe in 1892. Patricide specifically. Um, now I'm going to play. <laughs> All mm. right. Let's start with Kells. Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. And Andy. Lizzie Borden. And Devo. Lizzie Borden had an axe. Lizzie Borden uh, gave her mother 40 wax. Was the nursery rhyme? And father gave her 40 more. Uh, when, uh, when she fell upon the floor, gave her father 40 more. Yeah. And there's oh, a third wow. person, right? Wasn't it her sister? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She didn't kill her sister, though. Well, apparently she didn't kill any of them. She did, apparently she didn't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah, th- it's, it's a, a really interesting mystery. story. I've seen a documentary about it. And yeah. There's a, there's a lot of confusion about what mm-hmm. actually happened. And obviously at this point, we'll never know. I think Christina Ricci plays her in a series about Lizzie Borden. Hmm. The name is, yeah, I mean, the name is familiar, but I didn't know why I had heard it. Well, no, I just put a name with a face. Well, at the end of Category 5, Kel says 127, Andy 143, and Deva 155. Hmm. The leads changed hands quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which brings us to state symbols. Question one. What is the state beverage of Massachusetts? Are you serious? (laughs) What about, wait a minute. I think you left some stuff out of this question. This is the question as written. (laughs) Is it full of fat and protein? I'm locked in. I'm just telling you what the question is. (sighs) Dr. Dan. I'm Did we in. mention that this episode was written by Dan and his? No, we Alice, haven't mentioned that yet. Girlfriend Allison. Yes, yeah. Dan Allison. and Allison, the Dallasons. <laughs> what? I don't want to say that. I want. I have a. I feel like this is a trap. We gonna bring a case of wine. <laughs> I'm locked in. <laughs> Is that everybody? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. All right, Andy. Milk. David. Milk. <laughs> and Kells. I also said milk, but I feel like we're going to get swept. Yeah, I do too. Sweep the leg. It's going to oh. be cranberry oh. juice, oh. and I'm going to be so wow. unhappy. It is, is it cranberry beer? juice. Mother it's cranberry fuck. juice. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Dallison can take a long walk off a short pier. Dallison, you lulled us. You lulled yeah. us. It's yeah. cruel and vindictive. <laughs> Someone who uh, just tunes in for this episode the first time is going to have no idea why that is cruel and vindictive. But that just means <laughs> they need to go watch the previous three episodes. Or listen to them. Tournament. Yeah. Watch them on YouTube. We need watch them on our YouTube channel. Has anybody actually ever watched one on our YouTube channel? Can we check our views? Yeah, they're not good, but (laughs) (laughs) people do. It's probably Uh, just the 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 copyright trolls that are out there looking, listening to and trying to find. No, we have we've actually picked up some some listeners who just who only listen on YouTube. All right, question two: What is Massachusetts State Berry. Wow. All right, now you're just toying with us. Now, um, now they're toying with us. I, nothing is safe anymore. Okay. I, I am locked, locked in. in. I'm locked in too. Okay. And if if it's not what I think it is, we got to get Dan and Allison on the horn. Because <laughs> we all need to give them a piece of our very small minds. If you say milkberry, I'm going to lose my shit. Ooh, I will run and jump out this window. David. Cranberry. Kels. Cranberry. And Andy. Cranberry. Correct answer is cranberry, of course. <laughs> Relief. So did you know that Massachusetts has three state colors? No. Okay. 
that's surprisingly, it's never come up in conversation before. That's, that's not the question. The question is uh, to tell me three, no, two out of the three state colors. Okay. Wow. Locked in? I'm locked in too. I'm locked in. Okay. Kels? I said blue and cranberry. Okay. <laughs> Andy? <laughs> Andy? Uh, I'm looking at the Red Sox. Yeah. They went red and white. Okay. And Deva. I'm also looking at the Red Sox and went red and white. Well, I'll tell you, two of them, two of you got no points. Oh, my God. The correct <laughs> answers are blue, green, and cranberry. No. With a no. tear in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> and finally. You kill. No, 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 no. We're going right. to. Just going to take a minute. <laughs> we are going to take a minute. You, Neil, huh? you just be careful here. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I'm just reading the questions as they were given to me. I'm, if if this next question has anything to do with the cranberry genre? I, I, I go well, ahead. At this at this point, would you rather it actually be cranberry, I, or would you rather it not be? Cranberry? I am so shook right now. <laughs> I, I, I just want this episode to be over. Maybe this is where the milk pops up, Andy. Yeah, if, if this, this last one's milk, Dan is an evil genius. <laughs> Turn over this effing desk. <laughs> All right, question four, state symbols. What okay. is the state flower of Massachusetts? <gasps> state flower. And there oh. is a breezy mode. Not a breezy oh, mode. Boy. Oh. Because I was going to need an easy mode. I'm going out on a limb. Uh, yeah, why not? I'm locked in. I want the breezy mode just for, you know, okay. shits and grins. Uh, Kels and Andy are locked in. You got your answers written down, so you can't change them, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, the breezy mode is think pilgrims. And I don't want to change a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Boston zone. Uh, I'm locked in. Okay, let's start with Devo. The Mayflower. Kells. A Mayflower. And Andy. Cranberry blossom. Correct answer <laughs> is the Mayflower. Cranberries don't blossom. How the growing a bottle. But I know that. How <laughs> <laughs> does Davo know that? Oh, I man. already know more about these goddamn cranberries than I ever wanted to know. <laughs> Who gives a rat's ass about cranberries? <laughs> One of the most useless fruits. You know why you can tell it's a useless fruit? It's not represented in Fruit Loops. It's not represented in Tricks. It's not represented in Fruity Pebbles. It's unedible. (laughs) Starburst Skittles. (laughs) And just, uh, I just. All my main sources of fruit. I just did a little Googling here. There is a cranberry flower. Ooh. Now you sit back down. I am. (laughs) I, I didn't even get up. You know, as an apology to me, I will accept your apology if you swing a if you sing a verse of "Sweet Caroline." Sweet Caroline, oh oh oh, oh oh oh. Nobody says oh oh oh, do they? They do in Fenway Park. I thought it was bop bop bop. I thought they went bop bop. They go oh oh oh. I'm pretty sure it's bop bop bop. Not well, not that I heard. And you were drunk. I really wasn't. Beers are very expensive. At a it's a baseball game, game Davo. Nobody goes to a baseball game sober. It's boring if you're sober. It's <laughs> not great when you're drunk. Hey, do you want to know what the final scores are before the final question? The sure. The final, the penultimate scores, so to speak. Penultimate. Andy lost his lead. He's now at 153. Okay. Kells, 157. And Devo ended up at 170. 
Ooh. It's a pretty close it's, game. It is. See? Well, we were all taking out each other, Callus. Devo rose to the top once again. There's a lesson to be learned here. I mean... We got to stick together. <laughs> Let's see um, what we can do. So, our final question. Worth up to 100 points. Name me the 10 largest cities in Boston. I'm sorry. And <laughs> I got one. Uh, I don't feel too bad about giving you guys that one. Yeah. Uh, no. The 10 largest cities in Massachusetts. Wow. It's going to be a pretty short list from me. Uh, yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. While we cobble together some semblance of an answer to this final question, after this show, head on over to the Misinformation Trivia Podcast. It is a trivia podcast for ladies and gents who love cool trivia and sticking it to annoying teams at pub quizzes. Are you that annoying team? Would you like to not be an annoying team? Listen to them. They're a good show. What in the wild world of sports was that all about? Hands holding Touching hands, hands. <laughs> reaching, reaching out, out. Touching, me. touching me, touching you, sweet, sweet Caroline. Caroline. <laughs> good times never felt so good. Nice. nice. So good. Very lovely. Out again. I love <laughs> Neil Diamond. I do. I mean. I, do you know how much my heart just rose there for a second? And then you said Diamond and it, I was just crushed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, he likes me. He really. Li oh. <laughs> I got peanuts over here. I got four, and I'm like done. <laughs> I'm not doing too great. Okay, Tom Bradyville. Tom Bradyville. Just, just so we know, I ran out of steam after four. Yeah, I got nothing after four. Oh, I, have, I just thought I was. I have seven. Uh, well, I, I have seven listed. One of them is a movie. <laughs> I've. <laughs> I've got six, and one of them is Tom Bradyville. Mm. Oh, well, nine now. All right, I got seven, and I don't think any more are coming to me. I'm done. Um, Unless that's where Gotham City is. Is Gotham City in Massachusetts? Uh, no. Gotham City, canonically, is either in New Jersey or Delaware. Interesting. Yeah. I thought it was right yeah. across the river from New York. It is, but it's, there's no New York in D.C. That's what I was going to ask next. Was I didn't, I didn't think D.C. had New York. It's Metropolis the is the New York. So, oh really? Where is Metropolis then? Because if, so, New York and Metropolis like are like sister cities. Well, Smallville's in Kansas. Yeah, Kansas exists, but not New York. City. I guess I was imagining Metropolis city. was like St. Louis or Kansas City. It was a uh, Midwestern Central city. city is. Kansas. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Central City is Kansas City because Central City and Fawcett City are, are sister cities. Okay. Way what too much. I know. Who's in Fawcett City? Where goes Shazam. Oh, gotcha. And where does Oliver Queen operate? Is that? Uh, he operates in Star City. Stars. This is. And that's yeah, essentially yes. Seattle. Okay. Way over there. Yeah. Why does DC hate America? <laughs> you know, I just think they wanted to, to not, I think they wanted to create their own fictional universe and not base everything in New York. Cause they were essentially all their early, early stuff was New York. You know, everybody, everything happened in New York. So they just yeah. changed it to Gotham as kind of a pastiche of New York and Metropolis was mm -hmm. a pastiche of New York. So it's all New York. <laughs> so New York's not good enough for DC. Well, they were trying to do something different. It was the 30s, man. Come on. 
<laughs> oh, I think we're all locked in. Um, I was trying to come up with one more, but yeah, nah, that's not happening. Okay, so uh, let's start at the bottom. Number 10 on my list is one that we mentioned in the previous question, Fall River. Fall River! About 90,000 people. I locked in with Fall River because I mentioned (sighs) in the last question. Never even (laughs) thought of it. Then we've got Lynn at number nine. Oh, Lynn. Lizzie! New Bedford. Uh, And Brockton. Brockton! I've heard of Brockton. At number five, at one hundred and ten thousand people, is Lowell. Lowell. Oh, I should have had that's Lowell. Where, that's where Mickey Ward is from. Yeah. And then uh, I think there's some kind of university in Cambridge. Yeah, I got Cambridge. And then uh, where I'm pretty sure it's where Bass Pro Shops is based out of Springfield. Got it. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, is that the same? I don't know. No. Probably, probably the same Springfield. So I don't know how to pronounce number two. Uh, I'm going to make a guess and say it's Worcester. Worcester. Oh, I got it. Wor- Worcester. Got it. Worcester. 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 Yeah. And number one, of course, is Boston. 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 Oh, okay. So let's start with third place. Andy, how many did you get? Four. That brings you to 193, and you're currently in the lead. <laughs> and Kels. I only managed two. Two. That brings you to 177. That's second place. If Devo gets, Devo needs three or more to win. Devo. Seven. Seven. Oh, come Seven on. Seven brings you to 240 and a blowout win. For- <gasps> Here we go again. Boom! And then yeah. Andy, <laughs> Andy second with 193 and kills with 177. That is the equivalent of a walk-off home run. That's what I'm talking about. Walk-off grand slam. Walk-off yeah, grand that is slam. a walk-off yeah. grand slam there. Cleared the bases. <laughs> the bat flip, pointed the pitcher. Yeah. Well, you can tell you're Massachusetts. Yeah. That is such pure man. Boston right there. Such a mass hole. <laughs> <laughs> Walk off home run. Let's pick a fight. Boom. <laughs> well, I was going to say tournament wise, uh, Devo extended his lead a little bit. Uh, he's got 11 tournament points now. Andy with eight. And Kells is posting Allison like numbers with five. <laughs> Kells. <laughs> what's happening? What's, what's, what's got you down? Oh, no. I think this, <laughs> I think this, um, Brain Master's jacket is weighing me down. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty pretty warm right now. <laughs> yeah. Tough for the Brain Master's two-time defending. Yeah. Two-time. So anyway. Two-time. Two-time. Anyway. Thank oh, you, Sorry, ben I just knocked and- over my trophy. Uh. My winner's trophy. I mean, <laughs> Which trophy is that, Andy? I forget. My, I got a winner's trophy from, from the Brain Ladle people, and I, I guess I'll put it next to my Furby I've won twice. Oh, go. All right. Sorry about that, Dave. I just, you know, it's so much. I don't have much space on my desk anymore. Oh, man. I I almost knocked over my bust of Ricky Henderson from winning the the Man of Steel. Man of Steel tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, Dave, what you were saying? Um, Thank you, Dan and Allison, for writing (laughs) such wonderful questions. We appreciate it. If anybody out there would like to send us questions, please send them to Neil at brainladle.com. He will vet them. He will ask them and he will make us feel bad for not getting them right. So from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is your MC Davo with Kells. To quote one of my favorite people ever and someone who spent quite a bit of time in Massachusetts, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. <laughs> Andy. So long, Lado Brainers. And the Sensei Neil. Here's a smash hit released in 1976 by the modern lovers from Nantic, Massachusetts. One, two, three, four, five, six. Roadrunner. <laughs> <laughs>
Roadrunner. Going faster miles an hour. Gonna drive past the stop in shop. With a radio on. I'm in love with Massachusetts. And the neon when it's cold outside. And the highway when it's late at night. Got the radio on. I'm like the Roadrunner. I love the Modern Lovers, and uh, that's a great song. And to be honest, LB5K doesn't really do it justice. Signing off. <laughs> Hello, hello, little brainers. I am so pleased to be talking to you here on the wireless, and I thank you for letting me into your rather common home. If you want to learn more about us, you can be checking us out on the tweeter at Little Brain. I'm not sure what the tweeter means, but I understand it's really important Andy, technology Andy, that we Andy, defeated I got the Nazis with. Okay. I got this. All right. Now, Check out our Facebook page, Brain Label Productions. Go there now. Do it. Do it now. Davo, Andy, what are you two doing? Promo. That's that's not how we agreed to do this. Well, well, you do it then. Okay. Well, uh, if some more quizzing is what you've been missing, you can check us out at uh, brainlabel.com. You can get your fix in the mix. Mr. President, please, I, I just, we need to get to the end of the show. Just check us out on Patreon for more exclusive content. And at the $10 level, you get an invite onto the show. Neil. Hey, everybody. Do you have Tell them about the tournament. Well, hey, yeah, we're playing the tournament. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Huh? Zip, nip. Can I just talk on top of you for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> the peanut gallery approves. Yeah. And Simon loves it. Yeah. <laughs> he just got checked across the room. It was great. It <laughs> <laughs> was a tight spiral on that. Baby. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> there he goes. The first punt of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and there he goes. <laughs> he it's, like it's like watching the Joker baby video. <laughs> <laughs> Ran off laughing in the distance. I was like, yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> so we are clear of baby. I went to the farmer's market last uh, Saturday and picked up a jar of jalapeno blackberry jam. That'll blow your butthole off. <laughs> wow. No, no, but it is extra. I've almost <laughs> emptied it already. Really? Yeah. No, in no, today is in four days. Four days, yeah, it's almost gone. You're just eating spoonfuls of it, and like, that you, will blow you, your butthole off. When are you spreading keep, it over your air? What, when when you're home during the day, we keep a block of cheese and crackers in the kitchen. And if you want a snack, he's going to get a hunk of cheese. And, and um, if you put that on your cheese and crackers, it's amazing. So that's what that's what I've been eating all the day. The only thing day. saving your butthole is all that cheese. Stop yes. it. Seriously, uh, can we? Feel it. You don't have to refer to it as the butthole. I mean, like, well, that's what it is. Would you rather I say anus? Is that better? Cloaca. Your cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we don't have cloacas. Those are different. Oh. We don't know what Andy has. And we don't know what well, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> that is an excellent point. It's all those UTIs Andy has. That's how he knows that ocean spray brand. <laughs> you don't want your cloaca to get swollen. <laughs> Ironically, I'm I'm, I am one week into being recovering from my first colonoscopy. So, oh, um, yeah. so I got to yes. tell you, um, yeah, they, they do them all day, so it's like an assembly line thing. You go in. And <laughs> an assembly line? It really Jesus. is. <laughs> it really, but uh, oh <laughs> so they roll goodness. you into the room they're going to do it in. And by the way, Dave, I swear to God, my anesthesiologist listening to extreme thrash heavy metal. Good. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, and, and is, getting, is getting ready to put me under. And there's this, a, 
this nurse practitioner or somebody on the other side and she's getting the camera ready and the hose and oh my, my last thoughts as I faded away was <laughs> that is way too big that is <laughs> No. I don't know. Oh I don't know where that goes. I know where it doesn't go. I am confident. Oh, so scary. I am like, did, did you have like a vet in here before me with an elephant from the zoo? Because that doesn't. Those proportions are way off. Was Roy Scheider in the room? Like you're gonna need, you're gonna need, a, you're gonna need a bigger butt. You're gonna need a bigger butt. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. glad I could share that. <laughs> Good talk. I think we're more we're gladder than you are. <laughs> yes. Oh, out there, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I Our swear God is God. an angry God on, on Youth Teller <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten about that part of the bit. Oh, man. Yeah. God is an angry God. Oh, oh my God, that's so funny. Oh, but we talked to the Pepperidge voice for a week, a solid yeah. week. Yeah. Yep, fiery vengeance on Beef Tower Road. You mind your P's and Q's with our God. Oh, man. I might have killed Andy in the I'm so sorry. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.